seems like every day we are hearing something new about the coronavirus or COVID-19. We at AARP Texas want to make sure you have the most accurate information, so we are going to thought leaders in this week's AARP Texas podcast. We are talking to Dr. Janine White. She is the Clinical Director for the Division of Clinical Control and Prevention with the Harris County Public Health Office. Dr. White is here to tell us more about COVID-19. She'll also offer advice for caregivers, multi-generational families and households as they deal with COVID-19. The AARP Texas podcast starts right now. Dr. White, thank you for joining us. What can caregivers and care recipients do to protect themselves? Well, thank you for having me. We can all protect each other by practicing good hand hygiene, washing our hands, covering our mouths, covering our coughs and sneezes. We should be staying home when we don't feel well. And when we're out in public, we should be practicing social distancing. Now, we must all do our part to protect people who could have serious illnesses if they were to contact someone who had COVID-19 or those who would either care for them or live with them. It's important to get information from credible sources such as Harris County Public Health, Centers for Disease Control, and outlets like this podcast. The second, limit the exposure of being around people, so avoid contact with others, very close contact, keeping space between ourselves from others when we're in public. Again, that's social distancing. And this is for everyone, regardless of age. Basically, this can help slow down the community spread and help prevent overloading our medical system. So a couple of takeaways would be avoid contact with sick persons, wash our hands with warm soap and water, or use hand sanitizer if we do not have soap and water available, and avoid touching our face, our mouth, our noses, and our eyes with unwashed hands. So what can people do to prepare? If someone in your household becomes ill, you will really want to have an area in your home identified, a bedroom that you can isolate that person, preferably with an access that they could have to their own bathroom. If possible, try to designate an area, even when people are entering from the outside, where they can remove their clothing, they can remove their shoes, and then you can put those items in a disposable bag, separating them from your regular laundry. Very important, we want you to clean and disinfect surfaces, especially those that we frequently touch, like your doorknobs, your light switches, your countertops, like your remotes for your television or your music devices, even thinking about your cell phones and electronic devices. Don't forget the handles in the bathroom, the handrails in the bathroom, devices, the shower chair, and things like that. So you'll, you'll want to clean your surfaces with regular soap and water. That's going to help cut down on germs. And then come behind that and do some cleaning with a disinfectant that has chemical agents such as bleach that will kill additional germs. Also be mindful, anytime you are cleaning or coming into contact with potentially contaminated items, and if you have reusable gloves, designate maybe a pair that you use for your kitchen, that you use for your bathroom, you use for your laundry, and then immediately when you're taking off those gloves, wash your hands, and again, just be mindful of hygiene practices. I've gotten a lot of questions about hygiene and cleaning and disinfecting, so a great resource. If you were to go to our website, we have additional um, information available. Our website is the letter H is in Harris, C is in County, 
T is in Paul, H is in Harris. So H-C-P-H-T-X dot O-R-G. And then under that link, there's a, a, a header for community resource section where you can find more information on hygiene. How can people prepare their homes, especially if someone in the household becomes ill? We are encouraging household members to have a plan, such as this program, Prepare to Care. That's what this is all about, and how you can navigate to care for a loved one in unforeseen circumstances such as this. Make sure you have enough household items. You have groceries to prepare for being home for some time. Please make sure your loved one that you're caring for or yourself, you have enough over-the-counter medications and medical supplies to treat symptoms such as fever and other symptoms that you may be experiencing. We are encouraging also that you please work closely with your physician, your medical provider, to get any extra necessary medications that you might need. And also recognize some providers are doing um, visits that are telemedicine for you to be able to speak to them over the phone to have not have a barrier where you would not be able to get your medications. We also have the resource that some providers are, are calling in an extended amount of the prescriptions and medicines so that you would have not just a 30-day supply, but think about having a 90-day supply. What about other high-risk groups? We also know that other groups to consider are those who have underlying health conditions, weakened immune systems, and even pregnant women. When caring for older loved ones, we recognize it's a coordinated effort. So with everything going on right now with COVID-19, we know that we all need to have an alternate care plan in case a caregiver is also at high risk and they may become ill. So we've been encouraging our community to think about having alternate caregivers. Maybe think about having two to three caregivers. Your plan needs to consider possible scenarios. Know who will get your medication for you. If you have children at home, who will care for them if they get sick? Or if you happen to get sick, who will care for them? How can people prepare their homes? Now, you've mentioned some areas, but what about if someone in the household becomes ill in designated rooms for isolation? We recommend, again, the same messaging for those persons who are in an alternate room for isolation, that they also prepare to have enough household items and groceries, medication, care needs that they would need for an extended period of time if they're needing to be in that area for, you know, three to five days and they have the resources that they need to ensure that they're proper distancing from the other household members. Now, we also know that when those type of situations arise, that that can be very taxing to someone, taxing to the family, anxious to the family. It will require us to support taking care of our mental health. So we want to know you to know that you can reach out to a mental health provider if you're feeling um, feelings of being sad, overwhelmed, even angry. And we know that you are able to call a local resource such as the Harris Center, whose number is 713-970-7000. We also have additional resources. The Harris County Area on Aging is an excellent resource, and their number is 832-393-4301, and they offer direct support services for seniors and their caregivers.
Because this podcast is going statewide, is there a Texas number that people can call to get help or further information? For Texas, there's a great resource, and I know you guys have that as part of your AARP resource for the community. That number is 211. 211. Yes. And another question is uh, about advising seniors about coping with the stress or loneliness from being socially isolated. What are some of your um, tips for them? During this time, I think it's important that we really are focused on reaching out to our seniors, our loved ones. Reach out to them more often than we might in normal situations. We should also ask others to call and also check in. Families and community groups should develop a phone contact list, and we should have members call one another and do a check-in. We know this time is to be extremely stressful. We know a lot of people can feel lonely and feel socially isolated. If someone lives with you, come up with sort of this a non-contact way to express love and affection. We say social distancing so we're not doing the normal hugs as we might do in, in normal um, situations. So we're saying come up with the secret hand signals, come up with code words, letting them know how you care and love for them. Also, really try to stay active with them and maybe consider doing some exercises, things such as Tai Chi or other activities easy for that person with college students home taking online classes and other students home too, what can they do to deal with COVID-19? We are encouraging families in those situations. Remember, we're asking everyone in the household to take care of themselves and take care of themselves well. If they're not feeling well, we do want them to social distance as we spoke earlier. But we also know mental health affects all ages. So we're actually encouraging the number I gave earlier. If someone's feeling overwhelmed, feeling anxious, students who are home now who've been displaced from their normal routine, from school, from their friends, the social isolation, sort of the social distancing is stressful as well. Again, we ask them to reach out to our partners. Harris Center, their number is 713-970-7000. Your resource that you have on AARP, the 211, is also an excellent resource. Thank you. You've just heard from Dr. Jeanine White, the Clinical Director for the Division of Clinical Control and Prevention with the Harris County Public Health Office. Dr. White, before you leave us, is there one tip or piece of advice? I want our listeners to know we're going to get through this, and we're going to get through this as a community. We're going to get through this together. We're going to stand strong. We know what Texans do well. We know Texans come through these situations stronger and more resilient each time this happens. I want to thank you for having me. AARP has some great resources. The 211 number is available. And at Harris County Public Health, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. White, and be well. As always, if you thought this podcast was helpful, then follow our AARP Texas podcast at iTunes, SoundCloud, at www.aarp.org/houstonptc, or on any of our AARP Texas community websites. Thanks for listening, and as always, 
Thanks for caring.